The second class of this series of Breakthrough. Last week we talked about our happiness, how we increase our happiness, and what's the key of happiness, and we went through all these tips and how we can elevate our soul and uh, get to this level of happiness. And we explained that happiness comes with this level that is consequences of perfection. Today, I want to talk about very, very deep, one of the deepest topics in Judaism. I call this class in the name Behind the Mask, because tonight is Purim. Tonight is actually Yudalit Ba'adai. It's supposed to be Purim, but we have another extra month to prepare ourselves. But, and behind the mask, this is one of the lectures that's very, very deep, and it gets deeper, deeper every year that I'm going and digging inside. And, and I, call, I call it behind the mask because in Purim, there is a custom to wear a mask, right? And all of us ask the question, what this custom come from? Where? Why we need to put a mask? Well, what, it's a Halloween? Well, what, what is that? There's no such an halakha, uh, uh, you have to put a mask. It's just a custom, we learn from this pasuk, we have to do something opposite, so we all uh, put in a dis- different mask. But I want to take this concept of mask and to reveal who, who is behind the mask. Are we putting mask only in Purim or every single day and every single moment and in different areas in our life we put in a different mask? Why all of us or most of us put in mask everywhere? What's the problem to be honest, uh, to be truthful, to live our life the way that we want to live, the way that we believe that is right to do? Why are you putting mask and we try to please other people around us? What does that come from? And how we can change it? How we can know and dig inside each one of us to see who, are, who, am, who, am, who am I? What am I doing in this world? What is my power? What is my potential? Right? As long as we try and we focus in our image, how do I look like in this area? How do I look like uh, in front of my parents, in front of my community, in front of my kids, in front of my uh, friends? Whatever I go, right? I put a different mask and I'm, I'm pretending like I'm, I'm a nice guy. Right? But sometimes it makes us tired because you're going through the world and you're going through everywhere, in the, in, uh, whatever you go, and sometimes you really want to be yourself. You want to be honest in front of your spouse. You want to tell your spouse who you really are, right? You want to be honest in front of the people in front of you. So what what's makes people to wear the mask and we're all scared to reveal, to expose ourselves, that's who I am. So let's start, let's start step by step, it's going to be a little bit deep, but I'm going to try to, to, to make it easier for you to understand how we can touch our soul, how we can dig inside to find out who we really are. So first of all, we have to understand, 
When you say, I am, when you look at the, in the mirror, I'm beautiful, right? I'm smart. I'm brilliant. Who is the I am? Who is the I am? Who is it? This is someone, what, what is that? Your body? You're beautiful. You, you represent yourself, right? You're smart. Who, who is that? Your soul? Your soul is smart? Your soul is beauty? What? How you project yourself. So when you say I'm smart, or I'm getting dressed, I'm taking a shower, I am, I'm thinking, I don't think so. What, what is that? Who, who is talking? Who is talking? The person who is the reflection. The, per, the person? Who is the reflection? The reflection. Who is this person? Who is this person? When I'm going to ask you direct question, who you are without your family, without your money, without your business, without your kids, without your title, who you are. A lot of people get confused. How can I, how can I identify myself? Who am I? I don't know who am I. I don't know what, what is my power. I don't know why I came here. What is my mission, right? I don't know. It's a very deep question. A lot of people scared to face this question because once you know who you really are, it's a little bit responsibility. If I know who I am, if I know what my level is, I need to behave in a certain way, right? That's why most of us, we ignoring this question for 50 or 60 or 70 years, and we live in our life, right? Whatever we, we flow, we're going by the flow, but, but well, we, we never face this question. We're going to get to it, how we can make a practice, right? How to go inside in each one of us to identify who you really are. But first of all, I want to, uh, to read what's the Arizal. Arizal, he one of the rabbis who established the Kabbalah in Tzfat, from the Zohar, and he teaches students Malchu, and he writes the following. Arizal said, Ha'adam, eneno ha'adam atzmo. Ha'adam ha'amiti, ya ruchaniyut asher betoch ha'guf, ve'aguf elevush ha'adam, ve'eneno ha'adam atzmo. Arizal said, very, very, very simple. The person, the real person who's hiding behind your body, behind my body, behind everybody's body, is the soul inside. This is a spiritual level in each one of us. It's not the, 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 what appears outside. It's not our body. Our body just, uh, it's like we get dressed. You, you cannot say my jacket is my, myself, right? My shirt is myself. My shirt is thinking, right? The it's the vessel, exactly. It's the clean, right? It's the vessel, and the person who is really are, who is, is living, actually living in this world, it's the person who lives inside of you. This is the soul. That's why when somebody passed away, he's never passed away. Where he goes? To a different level, to a different world. He's just living here, this um, body. This vessel, and he's going to a different level. He's wearing a different dress. The levush ruchani, it's a different, it's a spiritual dress, 
Right? It depends how you build your dress in this world by keeping to one mitzvot. That's why in our neshama we have 248 evarim, parts in our neshama. The same thing. The same thing naguf we have in the neshama. Omer HaMarchu. The same thing that we have 248 parts in our body, the same thing we have in the neshama. And the same thing we have another 365 veins in our body, gidim. The same thing we have it where? In the neshama. So how many mitzvot we have? 613. Divided by 248 mitzvot aseh, what to do, build a sukkah, to mululav, to wear tzitzit, to put filin, to keep Shabbat. And 365, this is the averot, the sin, what not to do. Once you keep in a Torah mitzvot, you actually sewing your dress of your neshama. This is very simple, what's the Ma'achos said. But the Aravolbe, one of the greatest mashgichim in Eretz Israel, he passed away a few years ago, one of the greatest, greatest mashgichim, I, I, I met with him a few times, and he wrote something very, very beautiful. He said, every material in this world have a shape, okay? We have like a piece of wood, as long as, as long as you don't make anything for this wood, it's just a piece of wood. But if you take it, you can make it a nice chair, nice table, right? The same thing, if you take like a piece of paper, canvas, paper, uh, like very nice uh, material that you want to draw, very nice um, picture, and you have the whole colors next to it, as long as you're not going to make the nice picture, right? There's nothing, there's no meaning inside. And if you give it to someone that is not professional and doesn't know how to write, draw the picture in a beautiful way, how is it going to be? It's going to waste the colors, right? For no reason. It's going to waste all the colors. It's going to waste the potential. So the same thing Omer Avolbe explained that we have our neshama. This is the potential. This is the the potential that we have no clue how much potential each one of us have. Right? But our body is our colors. is our opportunity to make with this neshama. Our body can make the greatest things in the world and the worst things in the world. It can be a bomb. Chomer. Material. It can be chomer. Good material. Or chomer. Chomer nefet. It could be something uh, disaster. It depends how. But if you're not aware how much potential you have in front of you, which picture you can draw in your life, so you're not using, you're not using the color in the right way. Right? You're using the color just to draw. Like whatever. You don't make an attention. You don't make a... a uh, you not put all your attention inside to make it a beauty picture. The same thing. We have our body. We can make the greatest things. But if you're losing this potential, if you don't know how much you can do with this body, you can lose it. Right? Yeah. That's what explains us. What's the Ravolbe explain 
He said that each one of us, we got a different flat, different material of canvas, and different colors. And each one of us can make a different picture. We cannot make the same picture. Each one of us have unique uniqueness that nobody in the world can make the same way and the same tikkun and the same picture in the world like your friends do. But what's the problem is? Somebody sent me a message today, like, like a sentence, like a quote. He said, the world is like a test. But you know what most of the people are not succeed the test? Not pass the test? Because most of the people copy from each other. Right? And they don't know, we have a different forum to fill up. You have a different forum, forum right? Whatever Hashem wants from you, it doesn't want from your friend. Whatever you can do, your friends cannot do. Right? So we have uniqueness. As long as you're not aware of that, so you can pass these 70 years and you just play in the ground. It's like, it's like the story, like a famous story about the little eagle. Little eagle, a mother, the eagle mother, she gave birth three little eggs. And once, one time she wants to take one of them, she took two and one of them fell, fell down. And she couldn't come back to take it because of the animals around. She left it there. This, this egg, the little eagle, the baby, he woke up and he gets up from the egg and he looked around and he found a farm of chicken and he grew up for a couple of years in a chicken farm. And he does the same thing that the chicken, he behaves the same way. He eats whatever they eat, he sleeps whatever they sleep. After two years, his mother found out that he's there. And she tried to call him. Come on, come on. Come up there, you can fly. What's, what are you doing there? Are you serious? He doesn't know. Well, who, who is that? I, I'm a chicken. I don't know what you want to... What are you talking about? So one time, she, she sent her son to go down and to catch him in the middle of the day, to catch him and, and throw him on the air. And, and his brother came down and he catch him and he took him very high in the air and he told them, do you know that you are an eagle? You know you can fly? He said, what are you talking about? I'm scared, I'm going to die. Leave me alone, put me back in this farm. That's what, I'm, uh, that's what I know. This is my friends, this is my family. I don't know what you're talking about, who you are. He said, no. And he threw him in the middle of the nowhere. And then he opened his wings and he started to fly. And he couldn't believe. He said, for years I'm spending my time in this farm. And see, and now I'm, 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 I'm aware of my potential. Look where I can be. I can fly all over the world. I can do a lot of great things. But this is the mashal, the parable, to tell us that each one of us, sometimes we deal in like a chicken around us. Right? We live like in a farm. Yeah, he told me, he say like that, he say like that, he hurts me, he got him, he took from me. Uh, right? We, 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 we. We, we are not aware of our potential and we're missing 
Every year they're passing by and we don't know what we're doing here. We don't know what we can be, how we can change the world, how we can make impact on the world, the influence and all over the world, right? Because we're not aware of ourselves. That's why Rambam said that the Tzelem Elohim Asayata Adam, Rambam explained us that the soul that each one of us we, are, we have the same tools and the same power like the Creator. He explained like you're taking a rock and you took it away, you took it away from the mountain. It's part of the mountain. You have the same, the same essence of the mountain, right? Even it's a little rock, but it's part of the mountain. The same thing we have, we have, we are. Part of Hakadosh Baruch Each one of us have the potential and the highest level in our neshama more than the angels. Now, Ramak explained Rabbi Moshe Kordevoi, one of the greatest rabbis in Tzfat at that time, and he writes: People think that I wish to have to see Eliyahu Navi. I wish to have to see an angel in front of me. Right? Only a few thousand years ago, you used to see angels. Or great rabbis, they used to see, they learn with Eliyahu Navi. I wish to get the... But you don't get that each one of us, we are greatest than the angels. Our level, our neshama, is greatest above the angels. Who is above us? Only Hashem. Who is under us? All the creation, included the angels. So, the, the Ramak explained, so each... One of us, if we are, we are aware of our potential, we're going to behave different. So this is the time to explain why all of us and most of us will put in mask around us. We'll put in mask wherever we go, wherever we pray, in front of our spouse, in front of our kids. We don't show, we're not revealing ourselves. Why? Why it's so scary? Wow. Why are we always focusing on our image instead of to, aim, to focus about what's inside of us, right? We're pretending like we are Ba'alitz Daka, Chesed. We love to do Chesed, right? We love to help people. I really love to help people? Or is something behind it? It's like, it's like a story about the husband that before Pesach, he didn't help that much to his wife, you know. Always the uh, husband is bothering. So, and he wants to convince his wife to go to his family for a little seder. And he said, I don't know, I'm, uh, I don't want to fight with my wife. I'm going to clean up the house. I'm going to make it spotlight. Every way he works for a couple hours and she came back home. Wow, I can't believe it. Yeah, I love you so much. You know, I want to surprise you before Pesach. I want to make, to help you. I know you're working so hard. But what's, what's the true inside? That he's waiting for the moment to, uh, to ask her, can, please, can you please agree with me that we're going to go to my family, right? So it's not like he's Baal Chesed. It's not like he's a, he's a good person. He likes to help his wife. And all of us, most of us, we have like interest in each action that we're doing. Uh, this is the way that we should 
behave or this is something behind it so let's dig inside a little bit what's hiding behind the mask of each one of us how we can touch and know acknowledge who we really are inside of us. The Chazal said, the Kabbalah, the Chazal said, but before we get to the Kabbalah, before we get to the Kabbalah, the problem is today that since we are born, since in our childhood, we're trying to put a layer in ourselves in order, in order to please our parents. I would like to be the best in our, my school, the best in, in my friends, the best in my society, right? Put another layers and another layers. Once we, we broke these layers or this image in front of our parents, we're not pleasing them anymore. We're going to please my friends, to, to please the people on the street, to please uh, other people around me, right? And that's the problem, most of the problem in, in the relationship today. Let's t- take example. A person that he's very stingy. You know what's stingy? Like he doesn't want to, to give money to anybody. Even if he has a lot of money, it's very hard to take out the one penny from him. And he's a very upset person. When he goes to the date with another girl, what is the chance that he's going to tell her, you know, I have a problem. I'm getting upset very quickly and I'm very stingy. And you know, I have another uh, couple problems. Right? Nobody will tell anything like that. Right? He's trying to be polite. Yeah, no problem. Order whatever you want. I'm a generous. Um, I'm a good good person. So, if we're looking around from the side, you see that he never went to this date. He sent his mask to this date. And she also, she never been there. She also sent her mask. And they meet together in this date. And both of them pretend him. Right? That's why they have a clique or their love, falling in love in each other. But once they get married and they reveal the mask, that's the problem. They become aware, oh, this is not a person that I know. This is not a person that I'm getting married to, right? And it, it's, it's hilarious, right? Instead of to say, to be honest, listen, I, I got problems, listen, I need, I need to work on myself, listen, let's work it together. I want to work on my rachamai, I want to work on my behavior, I want to work on my chesed, I want to work on my characters, I want to work on my arrogant. Uh, instead of to work together, and then she's going to tell you, also, yeah, I got a problem, you know, I feel above everyone, I want to work together. So, both of them pretending, and then, something happened by the years. All the mechitzot, all the masks falling, and then the problem starts. Then once you, once you reveal the right, the right picture, you're losing your, your awe. How you call it? Your awe? Your your. You're not an admire this person anymore. Sometimes when somebody... But if somebody in the beginning is honest... Listen, I got a problem. Oh, you want to share with me? Oh, you're so honest with me? You're not afraid to be vulnerable? To tell me your weakness? And then you... 
once you get to this level, you can connect to people more. I remember one time, a few years ago, I went to a coaching course in Los Angeles. And we got to this uh, exercise of uh, pulling a mask and to find a way who you are. And everybody asking you questions, who you are, who you are, and, and you tell everybody, I'm like that, I'm a happy person, I'm responsible, I'm a powerful leader, I'm that, I'm that. And they standing in front of you and they need to feel if you're talking the truth or you're just pretending and you trick them. And you see, it's, it's a, it was amazing, amazing experience to see that you're trying to, 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 to get the title on yourself and to pretend like a different person, but it doesn't work. It doesn't work. And everybody, we, we did this exercise for a couple hours over two days. And then everybody needs to open and share and what they're going through and how this experience. So I remember I stood up and I, and I told them what I'm feeling. But still I, I'm holding. I'm holding inside. I'm not going to tell them. You know, like, uh, it's scary to, 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 to show everybody to be vulnerable. It's, it's not uh, such an easy task to do. And then I, I stood up and I spoke for a couple minutes. And then my, my, my uh, coach told me a very powerful sentence. He, he told me, what are you, why are you trying to hide from people what everybody already knows? <laughs> then I look up to him. Are you serious? That's what he said? He said, yeah. You can, you, can, you can try to lie to your people. You can try to lie to your wife to your kids, to your community, to everybody around you. But, but one day, people can, can see the image of you, the real you. Sometimes people get wrong. Sometimes people, such a big uh, actors, that nobody can find who they really are, right? They they so uh, professional in that, right? They can tricks everybody and makes everybody think that they are powerful and like in the politics, uh, you know, everywhere. Yeah, we, we love you. We're taking care of you. We're going to do that. We're going to do that. And they're taking care of themselves, right? So, that's why, what is the tool to reveal yourself? How I can identify my neshama and my power? I want to give you a little bit of a Introduction, and then we're going to go to the practice. The practice, okay? Hazal, the Kabbalah explained us that each one of us we have three levels in our neshama, right? We have nefesh, ruach, neshama. Three. We have also chayyichida. It's the five parts of our neshama. It's the same thing in five sentence sense in our body right it's it's uh, it's against each other but the most common in our neshama it's the nefesh wahu neshama whatever i have in my life right whatever any material that i have around me is part of my nefesh my nefesh is the lowest level in my neshama 
Nefesh, it could be the nefesh abeimit. All the, my temptation, all my desires, is a nefesh. All my, the material stuff, they have a part of my nefesh. The person, nefesh, it's part of our soul. I don't know, maybe you have a different, 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 different uh, distinction in, in English, but it's part of, it's the lowest level in our soul. It's in, inside, the nefesh inside the liver. Okay? The nefesh is inside our liver. The neshama is inside our heart. The ruach inside our mouth. Right? The ruach is whatever we talk, whatever we thinking, whatever we say, whatever we, any bracha we say, we learn in Torah. Whatever belongs to the spiritual level, but verbally. The neshama, this is the highest level. That the neshama, when you're burning inside your neshama, the neshama pull you to do more mitzvot, to connect to, to the spirituality things. Yes? The neshama is the highest level. What? The level of the nefesh? We have like that. It's, it's called naran. Nefesh, ruach, neshama. Chaya Echida. Okay? Five levels. Chaya Echida, it's the, the, the fourth and fifth. But we don't talk about it. It's something very... It's only two persons in the world have this level. But I'm talking about the three levels. Nefesh, Ruach, Neshama. When I have these three levels, it's inside my soul. Okay? What? Only two persons of the world have Chaya Echida? Kimat, Ken. What? But let, let's go, let, let's go, be with me for a second. Nefesh, Ruach, Neshama. Our nefesh, it's inside our liver. Liver, okay? But the nefesh is not just inside of us. It's also around the world. It's also whatever belongs to us have part of our nefesh. When you're going to buy a car, why are you choosing this Jeep, this Toyota, this Porsche, this Mercedes? We have many, many of them. Because part of your nefesh inside of this material. When you're going to buy a, a couch or bedroom or even a jacket, why are you choosing this jacket or this dress? Because they have part of your nephesh. Once you're doing your tikkun inside of you, this material, he's working for you, he's doing your tikkun. But once you have a problem inside of you, he's reflecting right away in your material. You got a problem with your flat tire in your car, you got problems in your house, you got problem with your money, your money also part of your nefesh, right? The neshama it's inside, it's inside of us, inside our heart. Some of the Kabbalists say in our mind, in, 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 in the moch. But, all your thoughts, it depending in our neshama. Who is, the, who is outside of us in our neshama? It's our kids. If you have a child that you're most connected to this child, you have the most parts in your neshama in this child. That's why he's making you the most pain. You're getting hurt. Oh, it drives me crazy, this, this child. Right? Why does this child drive you crazy more than others? 
Because you, once you have a problem in your thoughts, you're thinking about bad stuff, or uh, bad thoughts about people, or whatever, you have a problem in your, in your thoughts. Where you see it? In your children. You see it in your people around you. Why some of the people we connect to them, and some of the people we are not connected to them? The people we will connect, they have parts of our neshama. That's what we connect to them. We love them. We, we feel like a soulmate. I, I don't know. I, I, I just talked to this person for two hours and I, I'm falling in love. I don't know. But there's many people around us for many years and you can't sit next to him. You don't want to talk to this person. You don't want to sit in Shabbat table around this person. Because there's no connection. Connection is only neshama. Some of the rabbis, you connect to them because you have the parts of your neshama. The other rabbis, you can't even listen to this rabbi. Right? You put on YouTube, oh, another rabbi. Some of the rabbis, you connect, you don't know why. You're not aware of that because you have part of your neshama. Okay? What is the ruach? The ruach is in our mouth, the wind. Whatever you talk, whether you learn the Torah, you say Lashon Ara, bad and good, it's your spouse. When you got a problem with your spouse, your husband insulting you, scream at you, or your, your wife scream at you, or insulting you, or making problems, check what happened with your mouth. So you see that our body is not just our body, it's something behind the mask, it's, this is the soul. But we have three parts of our soul that is not just here, in this location, it's everywhere, whatever you buy, Whatever, any material, whatever, any money that you get, this is part of your soul. Once you have a problem in your soul, you're losing money. You're getting problems in, in a few things. And you're throwing away. Why do you decide you're throwing away to your couch? Why? You finish your tikkun. You finish. That's it. You have to buy a, a different, different one. Right? You want to renew. You're thinking, ah, I want to renew this uh, living room. I want to buy a different kitchen. I want to buy a different bedroom. Right? But in the subconscious mind, in somewhere, is something behind it. Right? This is the Baal Shem Tov explained us. But, how can I, I identify my Neshama inside of me? It's only once I can shut off my body. As long as you focus in on your body needs, I need to eat, I need to go to vacation, I need to do that, I want to watch a movie, I want to eat this restaurant. Always, I need, I need, I need, I need, I need. What happened to your, your neshama? He's sleeping. Your neshama sleeping. Your neshama like shut off. She's not exposed. The light on your neshama is very down. You see people, you can see it on people, by the way. According to Kabbalah, the, the biggest tzaddikim, they can, they have no, no masachim, they have no mask, they have no layers. They can, th they can see a person who is very low level. He can see only from here or whatever you see around him. The person is have a spiritual level. Once you, he gets to this level that he's, uh, he's not connect to his body, to his material, to his, uh, to this uh, world. He can see above, he can see all over the world. The Baal Shem Tov used to say that he can see 400 kilometers around what, what happened in the world. 
and he can influence of people. He, he knew when his students on the way to him, he knew it, and he helps them on the way. Val Shem Tov. Yeah, Rabbi Menubavitch, many, many tzaddikim, the Baba Sali, many, many tzaddikim. The Noam Elimelech, he used to say, people used to say, that he's a projector light in his face. People travel thousands of kilometers to see him, right? Because once you know how to control your body, to control your temptation, to control your desires, your neshama gets up. But as long as you're focusing on your body, I need to eat, I need, 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 I need. always you're trying to please your body, right? What happened to your neshama? Shut up. She's, and then you're always down. You feel something missing. You're not happy. Always something. You, you, you have, you're living in the darkness. You're going into yourself. Right? Because you're not aware of your potential. You don't know who is inside. Because you're not doing the right way. And you're not talking to the right person. Right? You're not talking to the right per- person. You're feeding, you're feeding and you're focusing for 70 years in the wrong person. This person, you, you don't have to take care of this person. I mean, uh, to this body, we need to take care of our body, of But people today spending thousands of dollars, how they look like, and they put uh, Botox, and they put that, and, and uh, creams, and uh, cosmetic, and all of that. Is that... <laughs> And instead of to, to focus about this spiritually, this is just a vessel. Who cares? Who cares? I mean, you need to look nice, you need to dress nice. I mean, but, but once you, you're focusing and you're spending thousands of uh, dollars or years, what? So you're forcing it. You need to because you care. Because people care how you look like. No, of course. No, no, no. I'm just saying. I didn't say don't do it. Do it. You need to look nice. You need to look... Uh, uh, the best, uh, whatever. Why? Why? Because this is the um, the Gemara said about Hillel Azaken, was the greatest greatest rabbis in the time of the Gemara. One of the the Tana Hillel Azaken, and he always used to tell to his students in the middle of the day, I need to take care of somebody, and for one hour he was disappear, and then he come back. They ask him, who is the person that I want to take care of? This is most important to learn Torah. Then he said. I'm taking care of my body. I need to take a shower. I need my body to feel good. I need to take care of my health. I'm eating slowly. I'm eating healthy. This is the person. Because once you you don't take care of your body, you don't take care of your body, something can happen and then you cannot function. Your neshama cannot do anything. Right? So I'm not saying don't take care, but your focus needs to be inside of you that the real you the inside of us but what, what we we always focus about our image how I look like here how I look like here how I look like here right how I'm dressed like this uh, 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 model this uh, uh, frame or this um, um, how you call it today mutagim um, like um, style right because of the society that I'm living I need to be Yes. <laughs> yeah, so that's why. So that's why. So that's why. So 
that's why once you become aware what is your neshama you behave different you're trying to be focused on your neshama what am I doing in my neshama how many times I'm doing brachot? How many times I'm learning something? How many times I listen to Shura Torah? How many times I'm thinking about spiritually stuff? Thinking about Hashem? And how much I'm focusing? How many hours I'm spending on Facebook or WhatsApp or phones or TVs or whatever in the world that this is pull us away from the right mission, the right... The right uh, mission that we came here, right? So, Arizal explained us, once you focus in on your temptation and your desires and your body needs, you cannot, your neshama cannot be, cannot wake up. She cannot shine, cannot light. If you want to light your neshama, that's why in Yom Kippur we need to shut off our body. Right? How we shut off our body? We don't eat we don't drink, we don't put any oil, any perfume, no relationship, no, no any coffee, any, anything. Why? Because once you focus in, I'm hungry, I'm tired, I'm thirsty, you cannot focus in spiritually. So in Judaism, you're not supposed to, to fast all day, right? You need to eat good, to sleep good, and, and to take care of our body. But but at the same time, to, co- to manage this dimension of body, of soul together right so there is two way according to the rambam how we can light our low level in our soul this is the nefesh abemit once you have the nefesh abemit the nefesh abemit this is the lowest level in your nefesh in your in your soul that pull it pull you always pull you always to do bad things for material stuff for temptation desires at once at once, once you never satisfy how you can work with that how I don't know what to do so we have the highest level in our neshama the Rambam explain us these two ways how to work with that or to light from this neshama to this on top of this nefesh once you work in you work in a spiritual level, you're learning Torah, you participate in Shurat Torah, you're reading Tehillim, Tfilot, right? Once you, you feed in this Neshama, you're controlling what? The lowest level in your Neshama, right? And then you have less. Yeah, I don't need it. I, I don't know to go to the restaurants all the time. I don't need to go to movies. It's not for me. I don't know to, get, to go to the club every, every week. I don't know. I, I don't need to go to this show. I don't... Right? Well, what happened to you? What happened? I have something else. I don't know. I don't need it. Right? This is one way. Once you feed in your highest level in your neshama, this is the neshama, what happened? Automatically, you're controlling your lowest level, the nefes. And then, you don't need all of that. You can control in yourself, in your needs. Right? But only when you connect it to the right charger. This is only by connected to the Torah, connected to the mitzvot. There is another level to work on your nefes. Rambam call it the derech ha-kitsonit. If you have a bad character, it's like kaas, you're upset or arrogant 
or you're stingy. You want to be Baal Chesed? Go all the way to the other side for a couple months or for a couple days, a couple weeks, whatever. Work so hard in the other side. Kitsoni extremely the other side. And then slowly, slowly go to the, to the center. For example, you want to work in your chesed, you're stingy, you, you don't want to help anybody? Now for a couple of weeks, go do chesed, spend all day long, uh, money and time and help, whatever needs help. And then go slowly, slowly to be a normal, right? You want to work in your arrogant, right? So you're going to the, the other side, extremely to the other side, and you're working in your humbleness. You know what? I'm nothing. Yeah. I don't feel above anybody. I'm not better than anybody. Everybody ab- above me. You're working on that. And you're learning how to be humble. And all of that. Right? You're going extremely to the other side. This is two ways. Or from here. From your ne- highest level in your Nesama. You're controlling the lowest level in your Nesama. Nefesh. Or... Taking this nefesh and go to the other side in its very, very long process. When you start in the, this prog- uh, uh, process, and then you'll be able to break this midah. The Gaon Mivilna said, if you, if you come into this world and you'll be able to break one midah, one character, was enough. One midah! You can work for, for decades to break one midav. A, a person who is have upsetness, uh, for years he needs to work on it. And now I want to go to these four foundations in our nefesh. And then we, we're going to go to the practice. Okay? I don't know how much time we still have. Okay, I'm going to try to fit in 20 minutes. Okay, so listen. We have four foundations in our neshama each I'm, I'm sure that that most of you heard about it es ruach maim afar fire wind water and sand and each one of these dimension these foundations we all have all of them but one of them it's the most dominant in each one of us we have one of them that that control ourselves more than the others but the rest is like we have a little bit from each one of the others I'm gonna explain what no, horoscope is not uh, is not part of uh, the Judaism. It's uh, we have another lecture about uh, astrology or, or all of that. If you want one day, we're going to talk about it. But horoscope is just few people made it up. But <laughs> but if you want to believe it, it's going to work. But anyway, our sages said that our nefesh abeimit it's something that in between our nefesh, our neshama to our body. Again, the nefesh behemit, that all the animals have nefesh behemit. They don't have neshama. Goy also don't have neshama. Only Jewish person or somebody got convert, he get the neshama inside of us. 
in Sarova. But the nefesh abeyamit, let's say we have the body, the body connected this world, we have the nefesh abeyamit, it's spirituality. It's spirituality level, but it's still very low. And above that, we have the neshama elokit, the highest level in our neshama. So the nefesh, it's in between the body and the neshama. Okay? So our sages said, the Kabbalist rabbi said, as long as the nefesh abehemit is dirty, the lowest level in our soul, dirty, doesn't matter if you have a big neshama above, you never can change it. Soon we're going to learn how we can change it. Let's go. We have another neshama. And our neshama, that inside of our body, this is only part of our neshama. The real neshama is above us. Our neshama is pure. Even if you do the, the, the biggest averot in the world, you can never make your neshama dirty. Your real neshama, I mean, the most important neshama, is about, right. Once you do an avera, doing sin, your neshama leave you alone. Right? Because the neshama never gets dirty. Okay? Okay. So in our nefesh, I'm talking about the lowest level, we have four foundations. This is fire, water, wind, and sand. And this is what the controlling our sentence, our feelings. Okay? Let's say, let's, let's say, the neshama, we have nothing to do. The neshama, only the nefesh. We have nothing to do in the neshama. We cannot even work in the neshama. Whatever you got, that's it. You can't even work in the neshama. The neshama, each one of us have a different level, a different uh, part of the biggest neshama of Adam Arishon, right? And each one of us also have a part of the, the biggest neshama of the... We have uh, parts of a few neshamot sometimes, right? I'm talking about the nefesh. The nefesh is the lowest level in your neshama that is divided by four, uh, four foundations. Be with me for a couple minutes. If I have this foundation of fire, I'm a fire, right? I'm burning. I can use it for what? Wow. Get upset. Every, every, every word that somebody tell me or say around me or talk against me and so on, I can be a lion. I can eat them alive, right? But in the other side, this is come from the, the fire. Somebody's fire is always running. It's always you can you, you see it when somebody entered the door. You see, there is a person is open, go slowly. It's come from the sand. Now that person come. Yeah, where's the shoe? Where's the rabbi? Hi, how are you? <laughs> you see it. You see, it's, it's always around. He, he cannot see it for for a couple minutes, right? Always need to touch something to go everywhere. That's why a person who is a fire and he, he's married to a, a sand wife. She likes to be at home. She likes to chill. She just likes to, 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 to make uh, potatoes and uh, beans and hot dogs. And Come on, let's go. Let's do something. Let's have adventure or jet ski. Let's go. No, I don't like it. Right? And drive crazy. You're such a bad wife. I don't like you. You don't know how to have fun. But it's annoying. And another person, and another person who is, is uh, alive, he's, he's burning, and somebody control him, by, it could be his boss, it could be his work, it could be his uh, family, 
or whatever. You're not going, you're not doing, or he cannot do whatever he wants. It's a hell for him, right? He cannot express his essence. He's a fire. He needs to go. He needs to move. You see, every two years, he's moving a different place. Different, different, different business. Uh, uh, he never... There's, some of the people can... T- 30 years they can be in the same job. But you're not getting boring? To be a locksmith for 30 years? To work in falafel? <laughs> he's making falafel for 40 years. I don't know. Right? But he likes that. You don't know. I don't know where you're running. The other people, no, I want to buy, I want to do, I want to invest, I want to... Come on, sit down, you have millions of dollars. What? No, I'm burning. He's a fire. Okay? This is our foundation. Mine, water, it's the foundation of what? Temptation. Always is, is, is missing something. I want to feel it, I want to touch it, I want to go there, I want to see... Always I want to feel the steak, the best steak that you have. I want this sauce around. I want, I want the... Right? It always like... <laughs> needs to, to, uh, to have this experience of pleasure. Because this is the... the he's come for the water. And his friend or his wife trying to control him. No, don't be like that. How we have these temptations. He's such a bad guy. No, this is my... This is, this is who I am. Right? You cannot... Ch- and this one, listen to this sentence. You never can change someone's foundation. It's forever. Someone is a fire, is always going to be fire. Come on, but relax. No, I'm not going to be relaxed. I'm not. Right? You're trying to make him down. He's burning. He's, if you say something, he's, he's going to eat you. But my husband, he doesn't, he doesn't want to change for 30 years. But you try to, to, to change him, it doesn't change. You don't understand why. My wife, she's never changed. She always like dreaming. She likes to go shopping for a couple hours and she has no idea what she's going to buy. Right? <laughs> right? She likes it. She likes it. Right? You see a person that is, uh, is not organized, you see a person that is very organized. It depends where you come from. That's why you can't change people. What you can do? to adjust it, to work with that. Once you'll be able to become aware who you are and what is inside of you, behind this image, and you're not focusing on yourself, on your image and your body and your mask, and you're focusing on yourself, your life going to change. You can be a powerful person in the world. You can make an impact Everyone, because you let other, each one of us, we let other people to control our world and to tell us what to do and how to think and what is good and what is not good, what is success and what is failure, what is, right? Our parents, our society, our rabbis, our teachers, and our, and we all are messed up all around and we don't know what what we want, we don't know what, what we can do? No, I'm sorry, but I'm working. I'm a secretary. Are you serious? Are you a secretary? I'm, I'm not. Shalom, not say anything. Secretary. But you know how? What you can do? But that's what I found. I'm a Uber driver. Right? Very good. There's no. Shalom. All the, the jobs in the world 
a blessed Baruch Hashem. Hashem will send Parnasa for everybody. But I'm just saying, but once you know what is the potential, you know, I, I, can, I, can, I can eat the world, right? I can do a lot of things. But we scared to expose ourselves. No, I can buy this building. I can invest. I can be, become a rabbi. Man, to become a rabbi, you know how much knowledge I need to learn? Yeah, I can be rabbanit. I can be a, a lady that uh, make a beautiful shiur and make a beautiful event and do kiruv and do a talk and make uh, lectures. Yes, you can do it. Maybe. But you, you need to be aware who you are, right? No, I'm a quiet woman. I don't, I don't like it. I'm not going to be... But we missing our potential. We're living, we're taking these colors, you remember? The colors? We just draw whatever. Every day, different, different draw. But this is my picture? This is the, the last 20 years? Are you serious? You could have learned, you could have drawn beautiful picture in the world. And this is your life. This is our life. So let's go. So, in our neshama, we have no foundations, just light. Depends. Some, some of us, we have a big light, big projector, our neshama, always light. Some of us, we have a lower, like a little bit lower. Depends which level in your neshama. And our nefesh, we have these four the foundations. Fire, water, wind, and, and sand. Okay? That's why, that's why, you can see your wife for years she cooking the same meal on Wednesday. That's it, schnitzel and beans. That's it. And Tuesday, you know, mashed potatoes and hot dog. That's it. You not gonna, She never gonna put any any other sauce, the different spices. That's what she like. She's come from sand. You can come on, make something else. You don't you open the cooking book and. Trying to pick something else. No, I don't, I don't need it. I don't, I don't want it. The other lady, always you feel, you smell from the kitchen, nice smell. You see your neighbor, and you're getting jealous. You see my neighbor, she's always cooking. She's always making, uh, baking, and uh, pizzas, and rogalach, uh, and uh, chalas, and a uh, lot of good things. And your wife, she's, you never compare people, because she's coming from fire. She always wants to do changes in, in our life and your wife she's not or opposite right so if a person use this foundation for a good way and he be able to adjust it and to elevate it to develop this foundation for a good way he can the, the sky is the limit you can reach the sky. You can, you can do a lot of great things. But once you control and, 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 and ignore this the, uh, yourself, right? By let other people to control you or you don't know how to use it, you can lose your potential in life. That's why if you have a fire, let's say you have a fire, what's good about it? 
fire is a person always likes to dig. I want to open more. I want to know all Gumara and Rashi and Tosfot and that and this, uh, this uh, explanation, this book. He wants to explore more. Some of the other person that is sent, yeah, ah, Rabbi, that's what you know. Okay, that's the halakha. Okay. What the halakha? Explain me what's, what's going on in this certain area, in this certain area, this is good then. Right? You see, people can sit in the shield, listen, okay, go home, that's it. Some of the people might more involved. Depends. That's why Pnei Sachar, he writes in his book that the only way to change your foundation in life only in the mikveh, Shabbat, Friday afternoon. This is the highest level that you can get in your neshama. But he explained exactly how to do it. Uh, I guess that is not uh, uh, such easy things to explain. But that's why he said only the tzaddikim or the biggest rabbi, they know how to change their essence and their, uh, their nefesh. Okay? So, yeah, the mikveh. Or the woman also, the woman also. Of course, a woman, she's not allowed to be with her husband. Before she goes to the mikveh, she getting pure, and her neshama gets pure, and then uh, can, she can bring the shechina to her house or to her kids. But the men also, the men even, it's not an obligation for men to go to mikveh. But when you go to mikveh, Friday afternoon, he writes in his book, the Bnei Sachar, that you'll be able to work on your essence and to lower it or to change it to a different, different level. Okay? That's the Bnei Sachar said. But how... That, now I want to go to the, the bottom, to the last portion of this class. How do you know who you are? How we can influence some people by changing ourselves without talking, without saying a word? How we can do it? Because behind our face, actually when you look at me, you don't see me. You don't see me. If you shut off the light, you can't see me, right? Who do you see? You see the light over here will reflect in my face and then you'll be able to see me. Also, you cannot hear me. My voice, it's only because we have these uh, waves of voice in the air and then you'll be able, he heats to your ear and then you can hear me, right? Let's say if we're going out of space, the voice is going to go away. You can't hear me, right? So, the Arizal explained that the neshama, we can, as long as we dig in inside, we can understand the, the, the metziut. How you say the metziut? The, the reality. You can understand the reality around, but the essence of our neshama, nobody can know. Only the biggest tzadikim. The essence of our neshama. But one, what you can know, who you are, by other people. I, I'm going to explain. Shlomo HaMelech said... You go back to the Neshama, but before he says What? Yeah, yeah, just a second. But just a second. Now I want to... The Nefesh, we have three parts of our Neshama, right? Yeah. Three parts of our Neshama. Now I'm talking in general, who you are inside of you. Who you are. What's you inside. How you'll be able to, to, to understand who you are. 
שלמה המלך said, the king Salmon said, כמיים הפנים לפנים, כן לב האדם לאדם. Whatever you look in the water, in the lake, or in the pool, you see your face, right? When you smile to the water, what do you see? Smiley face. When you have a sad face, you see sad face, the reflection of you, right? The same thing, whatever you see in other people around you. Any things that you see wrong in your wife, in your kids, in your people around you, and you're pointing. What are you doing? You're always late, you're always there, you're not responsible, you're lazy, you're not organized. Whatever you criticize the other people, it's something that we have inside of us. We are talking to each other in our subconscious mind. When you point into your wife, you're always like that, you don't care, blah, 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 blah. Stop it for a second, record it, and listen to yourself. What do you say? Whatever your husband telling you, it's what he's doing the same thing. But he's not aware. He cannot see himself objectively, right? Because he's talking for himself. But he's not aware that whatever he said, he's something that he's going through, right? So if you want to see who you are, see what's bothering you in people. A person that is perfect, he never say a comment to anybody. He never criticizes anybody. If you see a wife barking or say something, always criticize, she's going through something. Stop for a second, sit down. What's going on with you, my honey, my wife? Let's talk about it. Let's talk to yourself. Shake your hand to yourself. Sometimes you see people, they're not talking to themselves. Always talking about the, the image of themselves. I am, I am, I am. But they're not aware who they really are. Talk to yourself. Hi, how are you? <laughs> people can think that you're crazy. Stand in front of the mirror. How are you today? What do you want to do? What is your mission? What is your goal in life? What are you thinking about? Right? So once you see something wrong in other people, it's something that's inside of you. This is one way how to be able to acknowledge yourself. Another way. Baal Shem Tov explain. Whatever you thought, Adam eno Adam v'oto makom, elam efo shamachshavot shel Adam nimtzaot, shama Adam nimtza. A human being, a person, is not a person who is standing over here. A person, he's a person, whatever you thought, taking you to. Making a list. What am I thinking all day long? About movies, about nice places in the world, about women, about money, about food, about restaurants. Or I'm thinking about Hashem, Torah, Emunah. Mission in life, spirituality level. Where I am? The pasuk said, the pasuk said, "Kamatzref la kesef, matzref la zav." The same thing that you take in. Listen, listen to that. The same thing that you take in a gold or you take in a silver and you're trying to make it like pure, pure silver. The same thing. If you want to check, if you want to check who you are. 
Close your eyes for five minutes and see where your thoughts taking you. And then you'll be able to understand who you are inside. You can pretend to people and ask to people and talk about uh, great things. But inside of you, <laughs> you're not even here. You can be in the shoe, but you right now in the movie that you're going to watch and uh, with popcorn in five minutes. There's a big show, right? Or you can be at home and you can watch on Facebook the shoe you, you wish to be here. Or you can be in the shoe, you want to be in the beach. You can be in the beach and you can be in the shoe. It depends where your thoughts taking you. So, just homework for all of us to see where our thoughts taking us. I have to make sure that our thoughts are in the right place. Another way to, to acknowledge where we are It's to see, Shlomo HaMelech said, Ish matzref la kesef, matzref la zahav, Ish lefi mahalalo. Whatever you see a person, what he's admiring in life. Who is he admire? Wow, this is a very good uh, actor. He's a good player. I like soccer ball. Baseball, da da da, whatever. The, this prime minister, this president, this the, whatever, whatever you admire. Ishlefim alo, a person who uh, likes the cars. Wow, wow, beautiful car. He's a beautiful watch. Beautiful uh, houses. Whatever you admire, that's that's where you your your soul, and that's where you place. If you admire rabbis, tzaddikim, Torah. Right? You like to, to know more? That's for yourself. So that's the level you can measure yourself where you really are. And let's see you. There is, there is another way. There is another way. One minute I want to, to, to finish. There is another way to work inside yourself and to change the world. Well, Basically, we cannot talk about it today. Maybe we, we need to do a session, a series, just for that. It's called En Abdullah, the crystal eye. I don't know if you heard about it. Yeah. You can, you can search. Yuval Asharov, Yuval Asharov, one of the greatest rabbis in Israel. He talks about it a lot. You can buy the course in the website. We saw that Varim. He explained... What is the shita? In one minute, um, um, we, we can, we can uh, explain this shita today. But basically, he says that whatever you see in life, whatever happened to you, whatever, any, any, anything that you see around, there's nothing around. There's nothing in the world exists. Whatever you see, it's yourself. He explained the Baal Shem Tov said, if you see a mirror, if you see a window dirty, don't go and clean the window, clean yourself, and then the window will be clean. And he said, and he said, the following story about the Maggid message, that when he became a rabbi, when he became a rabbi, the Maggid message, he said, in the beginning, when I become a rabbi, I tried to change the whole entire world. And then after a couple of weeks, I, I understood that it's impossible. And then I decide to change my entire city. And then I realize that it's also impossible. I'm going to change my entire community. And then I realize that it's also a very hard to, mission to do. I'm going to change my family. 
And then he realized that also his family is very hard to change. And then he said, you know what, I'm going to change myself. When he changed himself, he said, I don't, I don't need to fix anybody outside of me. That's what he said. This is the Abdullah. This is the, the, the Shita. It's a very, very amazing, amazing way. It's a process and a process. If you want, we can, we can do it. But it takes like three or four uh, lect uh, classes uh, to do it. But the point is, the point is, Lesikum, if I want to summarize what we, 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 we did today, the point is, if we want to reveal ourselves, to take our mask, to ask ourselves questions, if you want to do it, there is one practice way to do it, to take a person, random person, or person that you know, and ask him question, who you are, what do you like in life, what are you doing, what are you mission in a few years, what do you think about a few things, and whatever, and you ask him, ask him like 10 questions, and then you switch this list of questions and asking yourself. Then write the answer and see who you are. Sometimes it's very hard to do it only if you do it objectively by somebody else. This is one, 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 one way to do it, to become aware of yourself. Because sometimes we thinking of ourselves that we are in a certain way or a certain level or a certain place, and we focusing on something and we get it, we trying to get in something, but actually it's not the something that we want to get. It's like the, this woman that she always trying to get a husband to get married and to have a child. And then uh, the culture asks her, what do you want a child? You can adopt a child. You're 45 years old. She said, I just want someone to love me unconditionally. And he told her, you don't want a child. You don't, you're just looking for this warmth this love, right? So sometimes we don't know what we're looking for unless we're going deep, deep inside of us. Is by connected to the Torah, connected to our neshama, by shutting off our needs and our body, seeking about material stuff, about this world, and become aware what level we are and what foundation controlling us and how to work with that. Once you connect to the Torah, when you connect, once you connect to the rabbis, the rabbi, certain rabbi, was in a class like every week, every week to develop yourself, develop your spiritual level of yourself, to go inside of you and stop lying yourself, lying other people by putting another mask and another mask. This is the time in Purim to reveal the mask. And that's why in Purim we have the mitzvah to get in drunk. Why? To get in drunk? To have... No idea what's the difference between Aru Aman and Baruch Mordechai? What do you mean? I need to get to this level that I don't know the difference between Haman Arasha, the bad guy of Aman, to the blessing Mordechai? Yes. Because once you know, once you know, once you know that this world, everybody put in a mask, you're not going to get upset on someone. Why? He's not a person who insulted me. He's not a person who steal from me. He's not a person who fire me. He's not a person who curse me. It's just a mask. Who is that? Hashem. All the world is a mask. That's why in Purim, this is the time to, to, be, to live our life in a truthful life. To, to work on our emuna faith in God. To believe that whatever we're going through, whatever happened to us is a message for us. There's nothing outside. It's, Everything 
is by me. When I'm working on myself, I see a good result. When I have a problem here, I got a problem outside. Don't be surprised. That's why in Purim, there's no difference between Baruch Mordechai to Arur Aman. Why? Because also Aman is a messenger for you. Also Aman come here to, for a reason. So there's no difference. That's why in Purim we have the opportunity to increase our happiness. Because once you get to this point that you're honest and you reveal yourself and you're working on your, your honesty, on your integrity, and you're really the, the, the inside of you, internal inside of you, you, be, you can expose yourself and use this potential and influence the world. Bezat Hashem. Hashem is Amen and Amen.